0: are you listening to cbjradio.com yet the 2021 international singer songwriters association radio station of the year is a free internet radio station brand new shows every day shows range from a hip-hop show to an 80s show to a rock show to all independent artist shows plus there's a friday night request show and don't forget about retro saturday nights make cbjradio.com the only Internet radio station you listen to. All my friends, all my friends, all my friends with Justin Flaskerud.
1: All my friends, all my friends, all my friends with Justin Flaskerud.
0: Hello friends, how you doing? I'm doing good. I do a lot of walking on the University of Wyoming campus for my job, and I never get used to people walking and talking on their phones, but they don't have a phone to their ear, it's just pods. And most of the time the pods are covered by like a hat or something or a hood. So it just looks like they're talking to themselves or going crazy or whatever. Uh, It's kind of hard for me to get used to. Maybe I'm just uh, showing my age. I also don't understand why people put coats on in really cold weather that makes sense and then they don't zip them up and, and they just they hold them together or they're they're shivering but they could fix all that by just zipping up the coat and don't get me started on the people who wear shorts and negative temperatures I just don't get it or flip-flops ah I just don't get it now today's guest is Rayanne Mullins. Now, it's hard to believe I haven't seen Rayanne in person for over 25 years. She was such a staple at parties and social events in my early 20s. Then she was off to the East Coast to get a start on a life-changing adventure. As you will learn in this interview, Rayanne is also a fellow podcaster. Her podcast is called Balance Fit and Free, and you can find it on all the major platforms for podcasting, but we'll talk about that in the interview. Let's get to it.
1: I was born in Lander, Wyoming, but I was pretty much I lived there till I was there, like seven-ish, seven, eight, and then I moved to Laramie. And that's where I was until you know, graduated.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, do you have memories of of Lander growing up there at all? Are they fading yeah. away?
1: I actually do. You know, we lived on top of a hill, right next to the airport because my dad was like the airport, well, like the only pilot probably. Oh, wow. <laughs> <Lander>. <laughs> and so, like, I remember sitting. Do you know like how like weather, um like weather bureaus? I don't know if you know. Yeah. Is, but they used to send up these giant balloons in the air. Oh yeah. Or to like read the whatever uh-huh. and i remember like because i lived right next to the place where they did that so i used to just like, sit and watch them do that so that's my biggest memory which seems kind uh, of seem weird but yeah that's and
0: good. are your parents native landarians i don't know what they call landarians. Them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no um so my dad was from like california my mom oh, wow. was from cheyenne actually and they met and it's sad that I don't really know, but I think they lived in huh. California for a while. And then my dad got a job in Lander as a game and fish, a pilot for the game and fish. And he, it was kind of cool because he would count elk and moose and wild horses and oh, he would yeah. help populate the fish in the lakes and stuff. Oh, yeah. That was kind of neat. I mean, somebody, I didn't know you had to do that stuff.
0: So <laughs> yeah, <study> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lots of yeah. studies out there that need, need data and stuff. It's yeah. interesting how a person from Cheyenne, Wyoming, makes it to California to meet your dad out there. Uh, usually, it works out the other way around. More Californians are a little more adventurous than Wyomingites and stuff. So, right? Uh, yeah, it's and you'll have to ask them the story of how they met. Get their each. I know.
1: Well, and yeah. and not to like bring down the mood or anything, but they yeah. both passed away. Actually. Oh, never mind. So, I, so Sorry. now, it's, no, it's okay. But so here's the thing, like this would be good for anyone who does still have parents is to ask those questions because now you know when you're younger you don't really care you know and i have teenagers now and i know they don't have they don't care Uh, yeah they don't they think i'm some just old person you know but um, (laughs) just like we did with our parents and then now i'm like oh there's all these stories i wish i would have like i wish i would have listened better you know so there you go there's a little
0: yeah aunts and uncles that are still alive so they, oh, yeah. they, maybe they'll have the answer to that question
1: could ask them. yeah okay good idea
0: <laughs> there you go bring that back up the vibe back up um so are you the only child of your parents you have siblings
1: i do have siblings so um i have three older brothers oh wow and they all graduated from laramie high school okay. also, but they moved they were older so, yeah. so they graduated in like 86 and 88 so i have twin oh. brothers that graduated in '86. Mike and Mark and then um, and they played football with as well yeah um and then Matt he's graduating 88 I'm just saying the graduation is Mm -hmm. high school um yeah and so they're like all over and then my mom remarried actually so she remarried and I have three stepbrothers so Justin Tim and um bear so I it was really funny because growing up I I had these older brothers and I, so I'm six years younger than the next one up. Yeah. And so they, you know, I was pretty young when they were like, you know, six years, is six and eight years is a pretty big difference. So the last brother was getting ready to leave when my mom remarried and then these three new boys moved in. So I had three boys moving out and three boys (laughs) moving
0: in.
1: And so I was always like smack in the middle, you know. I was like the yeah. youngest, the baby of some, but then like I got to be queen of the other three. <laughs> so I liked that too. So yeah. yeah. So lots of siblings. And so now lots of nieces and nephews. Oh and, wow. yeah. Yeah. Big family.
0: Yeah. My older sister, six years older than me. And then I was sister oh. that's four years older. My parents divorced when I was like six. Um I, I yeah, I grew up in Portland, or southern Portland, Oregon. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and moved to Laramie when I was 13. So that's a whole new world. But like, I was the only boy of I, a younger sister, too, who's a half sister from my mom and stepdad, but she's always been like a real sister. I don't even yeah. really ever say she's a half sister or anything like that. And, uh, but our age differences, she's 11 years younger than me. And so I kind of, at points in my life, I had my own childhood. Mm-hmm. And, and being the only boy, like, I had my own set of rules um it totally. was yeah like I remember um I don't think I had a uh a curfew until I was a senior in high school and it was like one o'clock or something like that and I remember my sister was going that's total bs and I was like I'm a dude <laughs> I, you know,
1: yeah I'm special
0: <laughs> yeah and I was like now go shovel snow like that's what I get to do that to- was what
1: made up that was yeah. your ticket.
0: Yeah. Molding yeah. yard and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh.
1: So I actually feel kind of bad because you said that and I was like, oh, my gosh, Um, I actually do have two half sisters as well. So oh, my yeah. dad also remarried. Wow. And so same thing. One's 11 years younger and one's 13 years younger. Wow. And I never lived with them. So I guess like in my mind, like I love them to death and they're great people, but I um, yeah. but I never lived with them. So in my mind, it's like they're just like cousins or something.
0: <laughs> I hear you. Like, yeah. I have a stepsister that's kind of the same way. I mean, I spent time at my dad's house when I lived in Oregon, but moving to Wyoming did not really grow up with her at all. I love, I love her. she's mm-hmm. a great sister and everything, yeah. but like people always thought sh- you have a stepsister. Cause they know my other sisters. And I'm like, yeah, I do. Like I'm the only boy. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> and uh, I mean, <laughs> I, and, but growing up in your house, you're the only girl. So you got the adverse side, the other side of it. And I'm, aii I, I, had friends that were like five boys growing up. Yeah. And man, that house was rough. Like survival of the fittest, like it was crazy. And I was friends with the older boys, like the oldest and the second oldest. But yeah, I was like, um, they never put toilet seats down, stuff like that. Like, oh yeah, no. My parents, my mom, my sisters, oh, I'm well conditioned. Right now, you're so I bet you great
1: with women. So um, I mean you know and Cause the toilet thing, I just, I oh, yeah. say, do you know how many times I fell in the toilet wow. because I would go to, you know, cause I didn't know that the seat wasn't down or was, yeah. my bad. Oh yeah. But like, there's so many stories of that and also being, getting my head stuck in the toilet by a brother <laughs> holding me up. Right? Oh
0: wow. Um,
1: there was lots of that, lots of, but see, so you know what? It made me tough.
0: There you like, go. Yeah. Yeah. Girls that have all brothers like are generally tougher. Like. Oh, yeah. And our older brothers—they're—they're like, uh, I'm yeah, I'm an older brother to my little sister, and she's a pretty good athlete because I was tough on her. Like,
1: yeah, exactly. Very competitive herself. Yeah. Yep.
0: (laughs) And so, yeah, it's uh, but yeah, you must, yeah, you must have nieces and nephews all over the world.
1: Yeah, that many siblings. Yeah, we really do. I have like uh, several. (laughs) Yeah. Not that—not as much as you think, but I have like. Um two nephews and three nieces. Oh, so I guess not that that's not that many. Yeah, oh that's it. Oh wow.
0: yeah. I and just have
1: I, I include my kids too in there, but there they're yeah. not really mine. They're mine.
0: <laughs> <So>
1: <laughs> I think of like the, the group, you know. <laughs> the cousins, yeah.
0: They're they're cousins. Yeah, the
1: cousins, yeah.
0: I have four, okay. yeah. Okay. Uh my older sisters have uh a boy and a girl each. And oh, my boy uh nephew from my older my stepsister uh he's turned 21 this year we're going to disneyland and go to the cantina bar i'm a huge star wars fan and so and we're gonna have a, he's it he's like i want to have a drink in there and he wanted to make sure i was there because he knew i was a big old star wars fan so i'm excited for that trip and <laughs> now that everything's kind of getting back to normal again and I, I i remember being in disney world <laughs> so story on this one of years ago And I didn't have that much fun. It's mainly for kids and stuff like that. And my little sister was working there and everything. And I was like, I'll never come back here unless they have Star Wars World. And because I was like, no way George Lucas will ever sell out to Disney or, you know, something like that. It was out of, and it happened. And now I have to go back.
1: Well, now I got it. But at least you can drink too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And And it's really
1: fun with your niece or nephew to drink. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah
0: and i we i worked at a summer camp and we would take the kids to california and um we'd go to disney disneyland all the time and it was a good time i went like back to back years it was a good time i've been back yeah since the 90s so i'm sure it's totally different and changed and i got Wars land and Wars yeah. land and everything so yeah i'm excited for that and you know, yeah, to i didn't really to see them grow up as well. Thanks for Facebook and everything. I get to see that because I they lived out in Washington. I live in Wyoming. I make back to Oregon, not all the time. Sorry, dad and stepmom. <laughs> I'm just not out there enough. Um, but I'll get to see in the summer and everything. So we'll take you back. we talked about your sibling. Take you back to uh moving to Laramie, Wyoming. Now, Lander's not mm-hmm. as big no. listeners out there as as Laramie. Were you like, wow? big city you know this is crazy or you
1: know honestly i don't really remember yeah um what i remember is i went to slade elementary there you go i don't know if you know where that is it's actually close to old high school
0: yeah actually um, where the old high school is at they're building a new slade there oh
1: yay (laughs) um so all i remember is we lived like we because it was my mom was single and she moves us four kids and she was like working at the University of Wyoming and like several jobs actually just to take care of us. Yeah. And um, which I give her lots of props for because she worked hard. But um I remember I had, I don't know how I got to school, but I had to walk home from school uh-huh. and there was this mean dog on one of the corner houses <laughs> that scared me to death. And I so I was scared. So my mom used to actually Tell me, like, I what happened is instead of walking all the way home, I would walk to the high school and sit while my brothers were at football practice Uh, and then basketball practice and then what you know, whatever sport was at the time. And so it was really fun though, because I got to know a lot of the high school kids were really nice. I was like, you know, hanging out, but um, that's what I remember about Laramie, like when I first moved there, and you know, I was because I was only second grade, so I don't really remember too much, but. Um, but I, you know, when I moved from Laramie to Roanoke, Virginia, oh yeah, I thought Roanoke, Virginia was a big city. <laughs> it's not, <laughs> It's not. but you know, so yeah. kind of what you're saying, like same kind of thing.
0: Oh, well, moving from suburb of Portland, Oregon, to Laramie was earth shattering at 13. And, um, oh. yeah, I hate, I hated Laramie for a good chunk of time oh, and, sure. uh, <laughs> and now I live here. And so I've spent most my b- bulk of my life living in Laramie. So yeah, I yeah. must like it for some reason. But I, those first couple years, probably till my senior year, I was like, I hate this place, I got to get out. Um, and it got better and grew on me and all that and everything. Um, yeah. So growing up as a kid, were you into, um, mm-hmm. what kind of activities you into? Was it sports? Were you a nerd? No, I hate saying that one, uh, into books, nerd. academic? <laughs> no I, I i wasn't there i played Dungeons and dragons when i was there. i kid. love it so yeah i
1: don't think i knew that about you yeah um yeah. so sports yeah whether i wanted to or not all right i was interested in sports because i had brothers and that's what you did
0: true true
1: so um i ended up really loving volleyball okay and so volleyball was like my thing i mean but that would didn't start to like seventh grade because you know like right. how school like school sports starting yeah I think it was seventh grade then yeah it was seventh grade but um that really stuck and so then I started playing like all year like club ball and stuff through high school and Uh I actually ended up playing in college um just at a division three school but um but it was actually amazing like it was so fun so actually what, what happened is I didn't get like a scholarship or I didn't even try because honestly well Honestly, the volleyball coach in high school was like, "Eh, you're not good enough. Don't worry about it." I was like, "Ah, "All right." And I remembered the meeting really well, and I was really upset. But then I was like, "Oh well, I mean, cool. That was fun, you know." But then I got to the school that I went to, and I immediately like went and watched a volleyball match, and I was like, "Oh, like, I'm better than them." Oh. Well, yeah. or, you know, as yeah, good, yeah. You and can I hit. was like, Hmm. So I went and talked to the coach. I just went and talked and, and they were like, well, it's too late. You know, you can't do it now because the NCAA rules, but so my soft second year, I tried out and then the third and fourth year I was the captain. So <laughs> it, it was like, so fun. I was like, and then I was like, ha ha. Yeah. No doubt. <laughs> so that was fun. But anyway, so volleyball. So now I'm. it carries through, um, I'm a volleyball coach for a middle school. Oh, fun. it's just more fun because there's no schools but i love it because it's like you know sports can really help people and i think it's a great way to learn and learn discipline and respect and self-respect so it's been it's great with like what i do otherwise so yeah yeah, so it's been it's carried through since seventh grade
0: (laughs) so were you into any like clubs like going through like student government anything like that
1: oh i was on student i forgot about that yeah (laughs) i was i did student government just like i wasn't anything major But yeah. uh, i did go because you know like i had to make the college apps look good oh, <laughs> yeah i mean just to be honest that's probably yeah. why i did it i don't even remember the other clubs truthfully um i do remember like it wasn't a club but the yearbook it was like oh, the yeah. class but that was kind of like a group you know yeah like, definitely that that was a fun that was a fun time
0: i worked on our yearbook in ninth grade and it was fun. Yeah. I wish you still had them. I'm down to like one yearbook. I'm like, what happened to uh, I don't move too much. Too. Yeah. <laughs> I wish because I had one day,
1: one day you were like, oh, I don't want these. And then now here we are older and we're like, dang, I'm sure I wish I would kept.
0: that. Yeah. Like, why didn't I keep them all together? Like the or yeah. this went sideways. I'm usually yeah. organized enough like that to be like, I'll keep this together. But now <laughs> they can find my senior year one, which is a really good one. But I was like, I'd like That's to see the rest of my life and everything so i know maybe when i visit people they'll have them and i'll be able to pull up the yearbooks when i go visit them for the podcast in the future yeah. so yeah um did you yeah. know okay well you're talking about um joining clubs to go to college so you knew you were gonna go to college like how early did you decide you that that was gonna be a thing i know it's kind of living in laramie it's kind of like you're gonna go like if you yes. grow up in a college town yeah
1: I think that's why, um, I, you know, it's really funny. This is just a conversation. It's been a big conversation lately with a lot of people I know, because we have a bunch of friends who have kids entering college oh, yeah. days and I have a, a freshman in college. And, um, but to me, like, I didn't know there was another choice. Like, yeah. I think because my mom worked at the university and actually when I was in high school, my mom went back to school and got her master's degree. Oh, And so all I saw was like, that's what you did. And my, all my older brothers did it. It was just like, I didn't know there was an option. And for me, it was the right option, but, you know, but I didn't study what I should have. Uh, I didn't do, you know, like, how do you know when you're 18, Like, like, what do you even know? And so, um, yeah, so I mean, but I did know, and I, I, that's a really good point. I do think being at the university. Of Wayne, or near the university. Of Wayne yeah. University. I loved going there. And like, I would rollerblade <laughs> around uh, yeah. the, the campus, like in high school and stuff. And,
0: I've yeah. done
1: that. Yeah. but I yeah. don't know why I didn't go there. I think, you know, I don't know why I didn't go there. I mean, I think I just wanted to do something. I wanted to go far just because the city yeah. I did I don't know that I believed I was going to or not but I did it and I n- will never forget the day I left Laramie Wyoming to go to college
0: <laughs> okay.
1: like driving out I forget the name of the street but you know driving out towards the interstate yeah, and um just being like terrified like this is actually happening <laughs> you know yeah and I've not I've been back to visit like yeah. the summers but I mean that was pretty much pretty much it for Laramie
0: yeah so, yeah I, I mean, for as much as I wanted to get out, it, it was shocking that I kind of went to the university. My parents were kind of the same way. Um, my mom worked at the university and, uh, my stepdad too. And, um, my dad and, and stepmom are educators. They were third day teachers they're retired now. And, and they, you know, they're all about it. So they were always like, we'll split it. My mom and dad were like, we'll split college. And I was like, sweet. Um, I wasted a lot of their money. I'm sorry, mom and dad. Cause. <laughs> We I, all did. <laughs> I, I an active social life, a very active social life, and uh, but like I, I got recruited to play f- football at small schools, and I went around and did recruiting things, and uh, most of the time coaches were like, oh, "I thought you were taller," and I was like, ah, that's, "I'm not growing any taller. I really am not growing any taller." It. And they bring out like teammates that would I would have, and they, those guys were like. Uh, Half a foot taller and a lot bigger than me. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I'll and I could yeah. walk on to UW if I really was dying to play football. But I think um by the time it rolled into like the summer before my senior, I I learned how to drink. I grew my hair long.
1: I remember uh, that uh,
0: Yeah. Yeah, all that. <laughs> and I was like, wow, football might not be the way, but I didn't know how to fill the void of what was all that with coaching and the practices and all that. And I did coach some sports as well, but it was weird to be like, okay, now I got to work on my brain, you know, like go to college and, and get smart and learn stuff. And yeah, I don't know if I utilize, utilized it right away. Cause you identify as an athlete for so long that once that's kind of gone, you're like, well, what do I do now? And And now I got to be academic. I'm on a level of people that are judged by their academic performance, not their physical performance. And so um yeah college i'm not that wasn't the best student and now i work at one i work in i.t funny? and yeah. yeah um no desire to go back i watched them struggle like my the hardest part for me is the beginning of the semester making sure all the technology works but i see all students at the end of the semester and they are stressed and i was like i will never have to go through that again and so i'm glad not to be a part of that but um yeah college was was kind of the way um not everyone once go to college and you were like the one that got out. Like you kind of like, ah, time. you didn't do the standard university of Wyoming thing. And yeah. that's how I kind of felt when I finished college and I was going to go to work in TV. And I was like, I'm not working in Shine or, or Casper. And I hate Denver, yeah. I'm going to New York city, not New York city, but I went to New York and, uh, people are like, wow, that's a big jump. And I was like, well, I guess if you can make it there, but you had to get out. And uh, I mean, it gave me great opportunity and uh, learned a lot and made me get back to Laramie. And I remember going, I'm going to leave Laramie in five years after I moved here in 2003. (laughs) And it's almost 19 years. And I'm like, "Hmm, guess I'm not going anywhere. And so it's been good so far.
1: As I say, but that's cool. I mean, I think... I think it's totally fine to be there. I mean, especially yeah. if you're happy and, you know, and I miss it. I mean, I can yeah. I, I truly like, there's a little part of me that has this like, you know, daydream of like having a place there oh, and, yeah. Like going for the summer only <laughs> I yeah. mean, it's oh, Wild yeah. winters now, you know, like it'd be so cool or like n- near snowy range or like, you know, or even near lander, like having a place. Cause it's yeah. like, it's such a different atmosphere there. It really is. And and I miss that. I mean, I, I think it's really, it's actually a great town. It's just when you, when you're, you know, a teenager, you, everything sucks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, you do yeah. like anything. It's like, you know, so, but that's great. You're right. You went, you obviously were drawn back, you know, yeah. for a reason. So Oh cool. yeah.
0: Like, well, it, I didn't think I'd like working in education as much as I did, but I'm a support person, not necessarily teaching people how to do stuff. Uh, even though I do teach instructors how to use technology a lot, so yeah, I apply my uh, working with kids and and uh, football and I being a counselor and stuff. So yeah, I apply that to them, uh, and I know what I'm talking about. So it's pretty easy um, mm-hmm. to talk to them, and they're super smart. So uh, you are wanna... too.
1: <laughs> uh, well, you are too <laughs> in certain
0: areas. Sure, I'm digging home my own, but they are mm-hmm. in their specific areas and. But sometimes I know with everybody, technology evades them, and the, and, the, and the frustration levels and stuff. And, and it can't does to me sometimes. But um, somehow I understand it, which is weird. Um,
1: it's great. Yeah, we, we are <laughs> not good at technology. <laughs> need you? Yeah.
0: <laughs> and so what? Okay, where did you go to college at? Roanoke. Yeah, no. it's called
1: Roanoke oh, College. Okay, is the name. Yep. Yeah. So it's just a really small little liberal arts school. So. Honestly, when I first got there, I mean, I, I hadn't even visited it. I mean, I oh, like huh. went like I got in. It was the only school I got in.
0: Oh, I was like, did you <laughs> throw a State dart? University. Oh, okay. Was like, did you throw a dart? We're um, like, oh no, no. Sounds good. Yeah.
1: Well, so my brother, <laughs> my one of my brothers, oldest brothers, okay. he actually lived in Virginia. And I had gone in ninth grade. I had gone to visit and I was like, Virginia's pretty. I think I'll go to Virginia. (laughs) Like there was no like actual like thinking behind it. It just was pretty. I had never seen so many trees in my life. And so, so when it was time to apply to schools, I applied to a bunch of Virginia schools and my brother had just mentioned there was a small school that would be great for me, Roanoke College. And I was like, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And then, but it was only Virginia school I got into and and it was either that or go to the university of Wyoming. And I was like, oh, I've been talking a big game. I've been saying, I'm going to leave. I got to just uh, do it. You know? uh. So it was fine. And when I first got there, the reason I wasn't super excited about it is because it's so small. I love football games. I love big basketball games. I love the university yeah. of Wyoming, big, you know, sport thing. And that just wasn't there because it's small and it's division three, but they did have a fun basketball team. They were really good in our, you know, athletic conference. And so anyway, like, so I had a little bit of that, but it was a kind of school that. Okay. So in high school, I was always like, I'll never be in a sorority or I I don't want to be like that, whatever Mm. that is. And, but with this school, it was so small that it was like, it was really hard to have a social life if you weren't either in a sport or in a Greek life. Uh So I did both. And, um, and so it was definitely very social, but but I had, but I knew I had one chance. Like I had to make, I had to do it. And so I worked really hard, but played very hard as well. (laughs) (laughs) I only had to stay one summer to retake a couple of classes, (laughs) 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 but, and you know, so that was a good thing, but yeah, it it was fun school.
0: Did you know what you were going to major in right away? Or how long were you undeclared or how many times did you switch your major?
1: So that's a good question. So actually I went in immediately as a business major because I was very impressionable at that age of from my brothers. My brothers were like all successful and great and everything they did, I thought was like my older brother, you know, like I just thought they were like the smartest people ever. So my one brother suggested I do business. So I did business. (laughs) What I really wanted to do, but I never would admit to anybody, I don't know why is I wanted to be a nutritionist. I wanted to study right. nutrition and, and, or be a PE teacher, but in my mind, it wasn't good enough. Like it wasn't impressive enough. It wasn't like appropriate for me. So
0: hmm.
1: I just shoved those feelings back. Really do that? Yeah. And I did business and that was fine. But, um, and it came in handy later because i did own a fitness studio for a while and so i used my business background like learning how to write a business uh, and stuff. but yeah. um but really now i work in nutrition and now <laughs> it's all come back and if i had just started a little bit earlier <laughs> but you know so yeah i didn't really know what i i knew what i wanted i was too scared to do what i wanted and then actually I did ask my advisor when I was at that school, the freshman year, it was like before second semester, I was like, so what about like nutrition classes? And they didn't even have them. <laughs> I was like, uh. "So, yeah. So that's what I mean. Like when you're 18, either you don't know what you want or you do, but you're too like scared to say what you want. Yeah. Cause you're worried what everybody thinks, you know, like there's so many. So I have the classic situation there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, was undeclared for a semester and broadcast. Yeah. Like broadcast. yeah. Broadcasting became my degree. And, um, with a lot of, uh, easy finessing by my stepdad, which I didn't see it coming, which was great. Um, in high school, I worked, uh, for him. I, uh, was on the field, uh, holding camera equipment, like for the guys that shot the video of this on the field. Uh, for Casper. And then I would, on the, on the Sundays, I I would roll tape on the coach's show, a highlight package and stuff. So I was around it and they'd pay me, but it was like, they didn't want me to work during the school year because I was doing sports and and studies and stuff like that. So they're like, here's, you know, some extra money. And it was fun because I would play football on Friday night. And then Saturday, um, have like mini press conferences with the local media and lineman never got any love. So it was great to talk about the game and everything like that with them. And then uh, going to my freshman year of college and my stepdad's like, you should intern for UWTV. Uh, freshmen don't normally, it'll be easy. You'll just carry equipment all the time and maybe you'll learn something. And by the time I was about halfway through that, I was like, yep, I'm declaring. And then I took my first broadcasting class the next semester. Uh I thought I was gonna go into marketing because I was in DECA. Um, oh, I was yeah. in DECA. Yeah, were you what were you?
1: I was um oh my gosh, you're like tr- like tr- <laughs> Yeah, DECA and we like did oh that was good. I was in the fashion yeah, <laughs> which is really right. funny because I'm not into fashion.
0: I was <laughs> advertising stuff and I sucked at it. I president my senior year, but um It was, uh, it was fun. I thought that was going to be the way my mom was like, are you sure? It's really hard. Marketing is, I was like, you know, it's in business and all that. And I was like, Mm -hmm. "Uh." and I was like, well, maybe I'd be a teacher. And my dad literally talked me out of being a teacher and he was one at the time. And so I was like, oh, and then yeah, broadcasting kind of showed up and, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was really turned out. I was good at it for a while. At least I thought I was. And then I went to New York and went, uh, all right. I'm just another guy, you know. was
1: was that hard. College. That was like a hard thing. The transition?
0: Well, yeah, because I shot sports very well. And I went there and shot news. So it was learning a different way. And uh I didn't love working in news. I liked doing sports stuff and I got to cover the sports side a few times, uh, filling in for their video guy. And I had a blast doing that. But the bleeds at lead stuff would just ate me up after a while. Um New York's not a nice place. Um, I, I love my friends. I had a great experience there, uh, but it just, yeah, it's people are crazy. And I was there during 9-11. So tack that on top of that. Yeah, um, led to a departure. Then I, I was married and went through divorce. And so I was like, or going through divorce and Wyoming opened up opportunities. And it was just like, yeah, I got to get out and uh, good decision to make and everything. Yeah, but I, I I loved my experiences there. A lot of them, um, I mean, I have countless stories from working in news, countless stories from just being a New Yorker for a little while. And so, uh, and they come out in this show every once in a while. But um, my mom's like, I think you you buried 9-11 deep down in you. And I'm like, yeah, I can't watch any movies or or things about it. And the day comes up, I'm kind of like, huh. and I really only knew, one guy who died in 9-11 because I don't have a lot of family out there. I didn't have that many like friends that worked in New York City. And uh he was a videographer for us, but worked for the New York City police department as a video unit. And so him and his his unit, I don't know, I don't know how they break up police, but ran into the building. They have video this and he never came back. Oh. And his name's Glenn. And he was a character, he has great stories about working for the new york city uh, and, and i won't tell them on the show because they might not be appropriate for this show but gotcha. he had some great <laughs> stories and uh and and it, it, we took it hard at our station and and that was our that was my only like luckily that you know a lot of friends their parents and stuff weren't there that day i mean i was actually at a hotel across from the trade centers a week beforehand
1: Oh, God. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Going through INS stuff because my uh, ex wife was British and we were getting the uh, green card taken care of. It's like the final step. And we were staying at, I, I remember it was so close. I just opened up the curtains and I think we drank some beers, just staring at the World Trade the World Center because they were just yeah. so huge. And I was like, wow, if this was postponed a week, we would have been in the craziness. And we probably have been out of there by then, but we would have been in the craziness, we probably wouldn't have been in our hotel room. We probably had back home by then. But yeah, it was uh, it, interesting mm-hmm. stories like that, you know, mm-hmm. I can tell those and then people that tell their stories to me on TV and everything. And so, yeah, uh, it, it was interesting and going, and now I don't do any video work. I don't do any of the stuff I got my degree. In. And so like uh, you have that you, your business degree, but yet you use some of those tools to To do your nutrition stuff, your your uh, at least your business plans and stuff like that. It's, it's yeah,
1: that's true. Handy
0: skills to have going to college, um, the degree you jump, you can jump through the hoops. You know what it takes to to do certain things: business plans, research papers, statistics, stuff that's like true. that. That's true. I, I know it's not for everyone, but maybe like higher education, trade school, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it's better than just the K through 12 education, uh, I think. But I think so. there's very successful people out there that just have that. But um, yeah, I'd always push college on people because I was like, you work there. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure, go ahead and go. But it's not for everyone. I had, yeah. I had to stick with it. I remember going to school with people that never, didn't make it. you know, And I had to go an extra year just to figure it out. And so, um, and I'm not a great student by any means. And everything so uh it's not for everyone but i love working at university yeah, uh, yeah, and so
1: you do. that's cool
0: I, one question i meant to ask before you went off to roanoke uh and your high school coach said you weren't good like, were you like all state or anything all conference or anything like that did you have accolades no ah,
1: i really i really yeah. um i was pretty just i was like just one of those stable players like i wasn't okay. you know like i i was always the best server nice I mean which is important um yeah. but that doesn't really get attention like the people hitting the ball or the yeah. people you know like and so and in, in my year there was a lot of really good players but actually my year in the juniors they were really good and so yeah. like i really i mean i played but like yeah. it just i saw why like i get looking back while uh-huh. she was like you're not gonna like be noticed or whatever and so I really did just give up. I was like, wow. Cause I respected the coach and I, you know, it was really hurtful, but at the same time I was like, ah, eh, whatever. It was fun, <laughs> but, but, but it was really fun though, too, proving I'm wrong. And yeah. you know, even D three, I mean, it was cool to be like, I am an NCAA volleyball player. Like, that's pretty cool. And, and we, so we, so in high school, like we won. I don't even remember i don't think we won state i think we always would go and we were always really good and competitive yeah. but um but then when i went to college like we we really did well on our we were in the odak the old dominion athletic okay. conference and we kicked butt and it was really really great so that was it was fine still being in part of a really good team and 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 i set a serving aces record for the college <laughs> yeah I think recently it got passed, but I held it for almost 22 years. Nice. So that's pretty cool.' Nice. It's always good. I mean, my claim to fame right? Yeah
0: yeah, nice.
1: But I love sports still, so yeah. it's, it's fun. Yeah.
0: Um what was you know the difference from from Laramie High School volleyball, now you're in Division three, like that first practice. What was that like?
1: You know, I will give huge props to Laramie high school because they worked as harder. Okay. True story. They worked us so much harder than the college that I actually started making mandatory as the captain mandatory workouts for our players in college.
0: There you because they
1: didn't, it wasn't as serious. And I thought that was so sad, but because like at our college volleyball, wasn't like the basketball team, everything was, all the uh-huh. money, all the, everything was for the men's basketball, which whatever. Um, But I expected a higher level of like fitness and dedication. And so like, and, and the coaches loved it. They were like, okay. So we started weightlifting. <laughs> we started like, like longer, like fitness practice, you know, like to get in shape, she had to be in shape and like, yes. and I felt like we weren't. And so, but in high school, I mean, I remember that being every summer, I would work out so hard to get ready to try out for volleyball because there was some high standards and you had to be able to run like an eight minute mile. You had to like jump so high you had to, and I trained every year really hard to be able to just get the fitness side of it. So that I wouldn't get cut, you know? Oh yeah. And, um, so it was actually, so it, surprisingly it was lower standards, less like to go to college. And now I'm sure division one would have probably been a lot different. I mean, but yeah, but, so I was a little disappointed actually. Like, cause I like, I, at the time, especially I was like hardcore, like I like you know, yeah. jump training and agility and like, I was all into it. So, um, yeah, but it was, well,
0: that's it why was you great. became the captain for two years yeah. in a row. <laughs>
1: Isn't that funny?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then, you know, personal trainer. Like I uh, yeah. Well, yeah. All.
0: <laughs> right. carried
1: through Again, through the rest of my life. So. Yeah. And you
0: fresh off a what cycling workout tonight is that what you do spin <laughs> yeah spin. cycle yes yeah. indoor
1: cycle. cycling yep yes yeah yeah it's, it's definitely become my um my life really yeah it's, it's fitness and health so yeah I enjoy and it. so
0: graduate you're in college get your business degree what was next
1: so i had like a year before the summer, before I met um, Brian Mullins, so uh-huh. husband, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Guys have and, the same last name. That's crazy. Isn't it funny, <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. So he, um, he was actually he's older than me, but he was working part time and doing school part time. So I grad. The reason I say that is I graduated before him, uh-huh. and so I was in this like, mm, like, what do I do, like do I stay and see what happens with this dude or do I move, like get a job? So I actually just ended up getting a job in Roanoke and waited around for a year. And then we got married. So I've been married since I was 23.
0: Congratulations. (laughs) Thank
1: you. And, um, but so what happened then though, is we were like, what do we do now? Like we wanted more, you know, like everybody wants the big American dream, you know? And so, we moved to Greensboro, North Carolina, which is where we're now. Uh-huh. And this was going to be a short term stop.
0: I understand <laughs> that. Like your Larry <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But this was 1999. So uh-huh. <laughs> been here a while. Yeah. Um, so my husband, so I worked at a gym. And because at this point, I was like, well, we just moved to Greensboro and I didn't know. What I was going to do, I had, I, went, I needed to find a really important job where I could wear a suit and have a briefcase. That was my, that was like <laughs> what I wanted. <laughs> so weird. Yes. And, um, but in the meantime, I really loved fitness and all that stuff. So I found a job at a gym and I was a salesperson. And so I was like the top salesperson at this gym. And that should have been my hint to stay in that field, but no, no, no. I became a financial advisor. <laughs> which Yo. is really funny. Cause you don't want me managing your money. <laughs> okay. So I was spent more time working with clients on like the, you know, as a financial advisor, you help people plan for the retirement. And so I would be like, so what is your goal for retirement? And they'd be telling me, and I'm supposed to be thinking about their money. And I'm like, well, are you exercising? Are you eating healthy? <laughs> <laughs> and I was, and then one day I was like, I've got to stop this because I'm so don't care like I need to get. So that's when everything changed. And I actually stayed home with the kids for a while. And while I was staying home with the kids is my deepest, darkest depression, worst time. And which makes me feel bad saying that, but being a stay at home mom was not for me. And so during that time, I started, um, teaching, aerobics or, you know, at the time we call it aerobics group fitness. And I had done that all through, um, like college, like that's, I taught it at gyms and at the school. And like, so it was already like something I had done, but then when I had kids, like I gained a bunch of weight and I was unhappy and miserable. And so I thought, who's going to want me to like teach them a fitness class. I was like really overweight and miserable. And, but I was like, I'm just going to try it. I'm just going to go. So I went to hear the YMCA is like big. So I went there and I talked to the director about, like, I was like, you know, I'm actually certified. I, you know, I just took a break, but I'm still certified. I could teach classes. And, and she looked at me and said, well, when you lose the baby fat, call me back. And I, and I could have totally like, that could have been it. Like that, that could have like been it, but I went and pouted about it for a couple of days. And then at the same time, a new gym had opened. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to go talk to them. So I went and I talked and they hired me and I actually started because it was brand new. I was started their group fitness program and I ended up like working there for a couple of years and I lost a bunch of weight and I got all these clients and became a personal trainer. And like, it's just, that's kind of like where my story started Uh with that. And it's just been like my passion and mission is to help other women not feel bad about themselves and to not just get fit, but like feel better you know, from the inside and out. So oh, yeah. yeah, I love it. It's like, it's been so great. So, you know, and and after I worked at that gym is when they actually closed. And so I opened my own
0: oh.
1: and that was very hard and not exactly what I thought it was gonna be. Like I had this so vision of like this amazing like place and and it was, but I was working a lot. <laughs> and so so after eight years, I closed it and went online so i'm an online fitness and health mm-hmm. nutrition coach and it's so much better it's like the hours are better the expenses are better because i don't have to pay for rent and you know mm-hmm. so it's been it's been quite the journey actually yeah
0: you spoke about kids how many you got what are their ages
1: yeah so i have two kids They're awesome. Of course. (laughs) Of course I'm going to say that. Of course. Um, so Mackenzie is well, she's 18, but her birthday is in a few days and she'll be 19.
0: Um, And
1: then my son Zach just turned 17 yesterday, actually. So 17, 19. My daughter's a freshman um at Chicago. She's she's a musical theater
0: Uh, major.
1: So she she, sweet. So here's a story very fast. Um the whole like college experience or not, we were uh-huh. debating on her not going to college because she's really doesn't love the school thing, uh-huh. <laughs> not her favorite thing to study, but um we thought actually about just having her go like get an agent and actually start trying to hit Broadway, but uh-huh. cause that's her ultimate goal, but then COVID hit uh-huh. and that changed everything. So we thought, you know what? we don't really know what's going to happen. Like with, with Broadway and like, I mean, at the time, you know, none of us knew it was happening. Yeah. And so she decided to go to college and what a good choice. Like, you know, like, cause it, everything she studies is music or acting or dancing. And so it's for that, but she still will get like a, like a degree. So, oh, yeah. so anyway, so she's doing that. And then my son's a junior and he just made the golf team. So he loves basketball and, but it's yeah. super competitive here. And oh, so yeah. it's Man. too much. So the, <laughs> too much. So he does that rec for fun, but he plays um, golf. He picked golf. that up over COVID. And so he's like really good. And we're like, that's all, that's really fun. Nice. <laughs> so yeah. That's Yeah. Uh, but-
0: and, and so um, they were home during the beginning of COVID. What did they, were they good at doing online learning? Did they have to do online learning? Uh, did you guys have to teach them? I mean, they're old enough Um, that you probably had more stuff.
1: so so fortunate to have high schoolers because they are just totally self. I I can't even help them with their homework. (laughs) My son's in like some kind of math, I don't even know, (laughs) calculus or something. And so I wouldn't even be able to help. But, um, so my son was awesome at it. Um, they really didn't have like neither one of them had like live classes they just had tasks they had to get done so he would stay up this is awful to admit but we just let him do whatever pretty much as long as he got his work done and I mean he couldn't go anywhere he couldn't do anything like so we were like "Have at it so he would stay up to like 3 a.m playing xbox with his buddies and then sleep till like noon or one And but then he always got his homework done and he has like a 4.6 grade point average or something and I know, like I didn't, I mean, so it's kind of like, that's why he got the free reign of like, as long as you can, you know, get your stuff done. Now my daughter on the other hand, Uh (laughs) it was really hard for her because she had been in a ton of like shows and she's like all about the like, yeah, attention, you know, like showing, performing, being in front of people, loves that, school, not so much. So to get her to even like turn in a quiz was like, you know, Pulling off an arm or something, so, um, <laughs> so so that was a different thing. But then you know she also at the same time was you know trying to decide about school, so it was hard. It was it was a trying time. And then also my husband, we obviously like the whole world, we were all home. Yeah, and um, that was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so we're happy to all be back. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: we uh, I went home for like two months, maybe maybe that. Um, but then we got a huge like technology upgrade in university. So I was like, I better go back. And there was no one there anyway. So it's was, it was easy uh, to go back. Yeah. But it was it was interesting. Well, because my my girlfriend, my part, I hate saying that because she's not she's not a girl. And we're That's 10 year dad. relationship. So partner. Um, but uh, I like that she name. owns a funeral home here in Laramie. And oh, so it was God. like, no she didn't stop working whatsoever which is changing they like added zoom funerals to their repertoire and um yeah and so she didn't really ever really sit home like i did and everything but so i do stuff like put my laptop downstairs my office is upstairs and so like if i got bored if i felt boxed in i would go do work from downstairs or I'd make jokes about how my cats are my coworkers and all that. So yeah, it was, I think it was interesting. And and a lot of, a lot of the stuff had changed in those, that time period to go back to work, where you weren't quite as scared as the air of the air with no one around. There was no reason to be scared of it. So
1: exactly.
0: like yep. Or like anything you touched, oh, I could get that. I, I could get COVID that way. Like my hands aren't what Yeah. We so, were so,
1: if you think back, like we yeah. were, it really was scary. Cause it was yeah. like, we didn't know what was right or wrong. And it was just like very, yeah. So I didn't oh, yeah.
0: Change. Yeah. And so <laughs> the science had changed a lot too to free me to go back to work, which is a whole lot easier. And then I had an office by myself so I could just shut my door half the time and then throw on the mask. The only issue I had was we had mask mandates to walk outside like across campus. And I was, yeah, yeah, yes exactly. <laughs> And like, I go, I haven't, I, I walk across campus and I was like, I don't see one person, but I got to wear this thing. And because uh, I know if I take it off, there'll be some masked police person right there. Like, like
1: right there. Like, yeah, like push oh, or something. What happened.
0: <laughs> and, and so uh, to go work in a building where I'd be the only one in the room, like, it was interesting sometimes where I was like, the day they lifted the mask mandates outside, I was just like, yes, yeah. finally got it right. It was way too late, but we finally got this right. And, uh, and I know it's probably, so you would wear it while you were going into a building, There's least likely chance that you would not wear it in the building and we didn't get rid of, any of the building mask mandates until, um, I don't know, a few weeks ago, oh, it yeah. died. so, um, yeah, but I, and even though Wyoming mm-hmm. is a lot smaller scale and then the rest of the United States and stuff, um, it, Laramie was all right, cuz they're full of scientists and academics. So it wasn't as, um, yeah, it wasn't, I mean, people were all on board with things and stuff. We, you know, but yeah, it's, I went to, I, I got vaccinated and everything and I was like, I fully tested it out. I've been to Texas. I've been to Red Rocks. I've been to Las Vegas. Uh, I've been to Northern Wyoming around not a lot of vaccinated people. I work at university. It works. It works. I'll tell you people, it works. It's kept me. It
1: must um, be. Yeah. Yeah. And I
0: totally believe I had COVID like end of 2019. Um, but it wasn't really, it was being diagnosed as like some upper respiratory thing. It is the worst sickness I can ever remember having in my life. I didn't lose sense of smell or taste or anything, but it was terrible. And I'll then they when it all came to fruition and and you had to wear masks mm-hmm. and stuff, I was like, yes. I will wear a mask because I never want to get that sick again. It was terrible. Yeah. It and the was thing,
1: bad.
0: Yeah. And like the one thing I took from that was I'll never be dehydrated ever again because it's <laughs> so bad. I always have like Gatorade near me or good water gym. near me at all times. Yeah. I could do commercials for Gatorade zero right now. The amount <laughs> I, I drink. And
1: Zero. Good job. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: No sugars. No sugars. No sugars. <laughs> yeah. I'm diabetic type too, so. I try to rule out those sugars as much really? as I can. Yeah, yep. I got medication that helps, but I, I do my best—not perfect. Um, oh, no. no, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's that was something I got while I was in New York. It was hereditary; it's in the family and everything. I wish I would have known my health background. Maybe I would have not drank so much Mountain Dew growing up and eating all that pizza. But it was what it is, and uh, I was
1: it, gonna say, yeah, now you just manage it and do your yeah. best, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it made me, I mean, a lot of people should eat like diabetics, like less sugar is, is better. Like,
1: thank you. Yeah.
0: you just, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: You're but right. you're never
0: going to probably completely, I mean, there's people that are hardcore and getting ruled out of their lives, but little to no sugars, low sugars. Great. Keep that up. You'll notice that it'll improve your health a ton. And you could totally talk about that because yeah, that's totally. what you do. And, and I love, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh,
1: but I love you a, too.
0: Yeah, for yeah,
1: the
0: <laughs> you uh have a podcast too, yes. And and was that your idea or was because you're online now, Your your yeah. fitness business, and uh, but you're only wait, you have like 50 episodes, is that correct? Yeah, 51 okay. came
1: out, and so I just started it a year ago. So my okay. goal is to do one a week. Um, and I started it because I love to teach and I love to talk, apparently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um what was happening is I just I really enjoy teaching and I thought about like writing a book. And you know, now that I have all these podcasts, they could very easily become a book. But um, but I I just I don't know, I just felt like you know, I have a free Facebook group. And so a lot, I was getting in there and talking a lot in live videos, just, just cause I love to teach things. And if someone yeah. wanted to listen, great. And so then one day I actually have another friend who's a wellness coach as well. And she also reads tarot cards <laughs> and she, like, I had been, I hadn't told her this yet, but I was thinking about starting a podcast and she, she was like, Hey, let me pull a card on you, a tarot card. And she read it and she was like, it was something about like, you need to get your word out and teach and blah, 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 you know, whatever. Long story short, I was like, oh my gosh, I've been thinking about a podcast. And she was like, this is the sign do it. And I did. And so, you know, I love it. Um, you know, it's obviously not like booming. I'm not like doing, you know, I have a million listeners or anything like that, but but it's a great way to educate people I work with. And also it's a great place to like refer people to. When they, I'm talking about something with them. I'll be like, hey, go check out this. and give you more details. So it's been really fun. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping in the next year to promote it more and start doing some interviews with other experts and, um, and, and clients who have had success stories. And so, yeah, I, I really enjoy it. It's been fun.
0: And where can my listeners find your yeah, podcast? That's,
1: that's good idea. <laughs> Um, yeah. So I'm on Spotify, uh, all of the platforms, Spotify, right. Apple, iHeartRadio, all of them.
0: I think and I found called- on-
1: yeah, iTunes. You- okay. I think I,
0: wait, was it iTunes? I think I eventually did, but I was, I started off on like Google. I was just trying to find it so I could listen to it. Yeah. And I was like, where, where do, you- do I look? Cause yeah. I looked all over your Facebook. I was like, where do I look? And then I found it and. So what like,
1: well, you're telling me yeah. is I need a link on my Facebook page. Yes. <laughs> this yes. would help it, right?
0: Yeah.
1: So, so it's called balanced, fit, and free. And because I believe in having a balanced life of fun and, you know, good health and fitness, of course, fit mind and body. And then being free from, you know, crazy self-expectations and crazy dietings. I just I feel like we can be happier people if we just will balance and take moderation into consideration so so it's it's been really fun to do yeah.
0: yeah your latest one I listened to today while I was at work and uh yeah it was good it reminded me to work on some bad habits and the triggers and, oh the
1: habit one yeah I yeah wondering. I
0: was like I need to this is so yeah. true ran
1: you're like I dang did. it ran
0: yeah I was like <laughs> I, I need thing <laughs> yeah yeah COVID yeah. made me complacent in a lot of areas and now I'm like, ah, oh, freedom again. I need to get back to better habits with life yeah. and everything. Uh, yeah. So it's good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Um, Thank you. it was, I didn't feel like you were, you have a very nice, sweet voice. So you were, <laughs> I don't feel like you're lecturing us okay, or anything like that. Yeah. I mean, at least in that episode and yeah, I don't uh,
1: like to lecture. Yeah. I like to Inspire
0: mm-hmm. teach. Oh yeah. <laughs> I actually deal on my, one of my radio shows it's on Thursday nights on CBJ You'll hear a commercial for it. Uh, well, you'll hear the commercial for the radio station and the podcast when it goes out. Uh, um, I do self-help tips to certain top subjects. And this week was uh critical thinking, but it, it's just, cause I was like, we should wake up better versions of ourselves not just older versions, and so I like to come across, I go, these are suggestions. These are tips. I'm not trying to lecture you. And it's mostly talking to myself a lot to try to get myself motivated in the right direction. <laughs> and so I do it for, on those shows. I don't know if many people pay attention to them, but um, I hope there's, so. some good, there's some good tips in there. And yeah, a lot of time I'm like, yes, this one's for me. I'll even tell that to people. I go, this one's for me. I'm working on this because, yeah, you're not alone in this. And I'm not trying to lecture anybody. So yeah, your podcast's pretty good um i suggest it to go listen to it people it'll it'll help your mind body and soul and it's not just for women out there by the way no. we yeah but it's really not you know yeah. i
1: actually i actually have several men that come to my cycle classes and friends that listen to it and i do speak as yeah. if i'm you know to women because it's yeah. more my niche but um but it's really all the same thing. And whether you're a man yeah. or a woman, it's really all the same. Unless I'm talking about menopause. Sure. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you know, you could skip that one. Yeah. But um, but overall, yeah, it's you know, good habit is a good habit, whether you're yeah. whatever you are, you know. So I like it.
0: Definitely. Yeah. It's interesting that to see um my friends get into podcasts now. Cause I mean, yours makes sense because you're online and and and, and you're online fitness and stuff. So podcasts make sense to mm-hmm. to spring from that. But yeah, I got a, got a friend that I met in college. Um, he deserves a podcast. He just started one up. And then another, my friend's husband, he's friend of mine too. And they started a hunting podcast out of Casper. It's oh. all so like, hopefully I inspired you people because if I can do it, you can do it too. And
1: you uh, really can. You yeah. really can. So actually, I, I got to plug this really quick. It's not yeah. done. It's not here yet. But my brother, who is a veteran, he was in Iraq multiple times. Um he, he's on a mission to help other veterans. And yes. this whole like the, you know, the suicide rate is mm-hmm. actually increasing. And so he is, he and his friend, who also um was a chief warrant officer in the army, they they're determined to like figure out how to help people. And so they're starting a podcast called Two Fed Up Dudes. <laughs> So they're fed up with the system. They're fed up, you know, like, and so they're going to be going around interviewing um, other veterans and other organizations that actually help. So I would love to tell you more about that when that yeah. happens, because that's going to be really great. It'll be really good stories. And, and my brother's hilarious. Uh-huh. Um, so it'll, it'll be really cool. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. I, uh, VA is huge and, and getting vets help after they serve. Cause we turn them into Machine. war machines and, yeah. and then they come back stateside or come home and you can't just shut that off. And, and, and so um, we got to take care of their brains and, and their bodies afterwards. Uh, my dad, when he kind of caught up with the VA, which was not soon enough, he totally hated it. He wasn't got drafted to Vietnam and everything. And, and there was a lot of stuff going on in his head. And then I can't remember, maybe ten years ago, fifteen years ago, he got into the VA, and it's changed his life in so many good ways. Mm-hmm. And, and and the guy he is today is a different dude than what I grew up with, and it's it's great. And um, I appreciate what they what they've done for him. Even I mean, it's never too late. Never to seek out to seek out the help and stuff. So yeah, it should be a good podcast. And yeah. uh, I mean the you know, add their humor and their and their are carrying yeah. support, but yeah, we always need to help out the vets that they're done serving and, yeah. and ready to just be normal people like the rest of us. I mean, yeah. they fought for our country, but they're, they were, they were trained to there's a certain type of person that's trained to run at bullets, not run away. And we're they're one of them. the other way. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, and they're them. So yeah, I really, yeah. I really, I really love what, you know, other vets do. After trying to take care of our, our vets that have served, and, and, and it's never too late to to seek out help and and talk about things that have that those guys know we don't I don't know anything about war That's being trained or anything like yeah. And it's, even when uh, you
1: hear stories, it's just a you don't you don't know what it feels like to be no. that person in it. Like it sounds terrifying, some of them, but at the same time, you still don't know the to the depth that they feel it. You know, like yeah. yeah. My dad started so, writing
0: short stories. He oh. sent me a few. They're pretty interesting. Yeah. I That's thought about for a long time doing a documentary. of sort. It seems like it's been done to death, but. Um, no,
1: it's okay though. But yeah. To get
0: easy. stories yeah, from him. Because I remember when I, uh, when I was in Boy Scouts growing up, they would sit around the campfire and all our dads were Vietnam vets and tell us the PG versions of their, their yeah. war stories. And there were some great ones that were great. And then later in life, I got to talking real with my dad once I was an adult and stuff. So I, I'm just wow. In awe of people that actually gone to war in awe. Oh, really I can't imagine it. And, and now I'm going to flip the subject uh, yep. a yep. little bit, you know, uh, last question. Okay. Uh, and I always ask this of everyone because it's called All My Friends with Justin grid. How do we meet? How do we become friends?
1: I wondered if you remembered. Okay. I don't, I don't remember how we became friends, but I think I was, it was the summer after my sophomore year. So you, it must've been like, right. I think sophomore year, um, you must've been a senior. Cause I think you were, what,
0: what year oh, did you graduate?
1: 94.
0: 94. Okay. So, so yeah. One or two. 92. So yeah, I would've been just graduated. Yeah.
1: So we had mutual friends. Um, do you know Ray? And- oh Yeah jeremy really yeah. there's m- yep. multiple people yep and i re- i just remember just we i would end up with the same parties as yeah. you and but, i believe at your house multiple times <laughs> yeah very true you know very of course true. at the time i didn't think about like your mom working at the university Like <laughs> so you were just it was just a party yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but yeah that's that's what i remember and i you were talking about like you know you doing like the um working for, with the TV people like doing, yeah. that. I actually remember you doing that. Cause you used yeah. to talk about it and yeah. like, or you would be like kicking us out cause you had to go the next morning. Yeah. <laughs> so True. yeah, I, I have my, so actually before we talked, um, my kids were like, what are you doing? And so I was telling them and, um, and I was like, I remember you, I, I remember you so well. And I was like, just, you know, like for, mostly football. True. And I remember like the football and you could you know shotgun a beard no, <laughs> i don't know really i'm just making that up I'm, <laughs> I'm sure you did but um yeah yeah that's what i remember
0: yeah i mean like well looking back uh, it was so like i went to college and i was like i wouldn't be the guy i'm done with high school called co- people and uh then you go to college in the same town as your high school and you know somebody that's younger you need know somebody that's younger and it just all works out and oh. And so, like, yeah, I'm a college guy throwing college parties, and there's high well, school people there. And then, yeah, I was like.
1: you a little bit, it was actually the summer. I think after yeah. that, we didn't really see you as much because you got into, you know, college friends. <laughs> and then we were jealous because we were, like, ditching us next
0: <laughs> Yeah, but, yet I was always, like, we always had killer New Year's Eve parties. That's and that was, right. like, You're everybody right. came back from college or, you know, they were there for the break. and so. We do those and that I didn't mind as much. I got it after a while. I was like, fine, I'm yeah, not going right. to date a high school girl, but they can come to the parties. I don't really care.
1: Yep, yep. I, I yeah, do remember high. it because we thought we were so cool going to a college party.
0: <laughs> yeah. And we but eventually, like- <laughs> yeah, yeah, you guys actually graduated high school and you left, yeah. but yeah, then they, we'd have the same girls who were like, wow, what are these high school girls doing here? And I'm like, you were just that high school girl and so it cracked me up but yeah was, give
1: him a break yeah
0: oh yeah and i remember like you being good at volleyball and kicking our ass at washington park oh yeah that was yeah. so fun yeah
1: yeah,
0: yeah. and oh, i end up playing <laughs> intramural volleyball at the rec center here in laramie uh, we played a, one year we won our tournament it was pretty badass um and i i always felt i was like will there be a day where i don't dive? for like the ball where I don't play out like because I was like I would hurt myself because I was like I, I cannot just not give it all but I'm also lower yeah it's yeah.
1: that it's yeah. that inner like
0: yeah
1: athlete yes it is I'm still that way and it's really not good on these older older bones.
0: <laughs> I hear you I hear you there's like I crack up because I'm like how do you st- hurt your neck while sleeping like that just boggles my mind i'm like oh my <laughs> god yeah i was like how does that happen you know, like but i was like oh yeah i am old i'm older not old because i'm older
1: because we, we don't yeah. feel it right no <laughs> not at no only. and
0: some of us some of us have good genetics you don't look you look like you could be in your 20s well, and so you. there you go maybe the lifestyle you live you know say something for that you know <laughs> I think you look hair
1: too. It's like, wow.
0: Good, yeah, good genetics. Yeah, I'm glad I still have my hair a little bit. Yeah, you do. And so it's but it's getting gray. Like it's yeah, oh,
1: gray. I know. I was yeah. like, don't look.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I was like, I knew it was gonna get gray. I just wanted it to stay in my head. So I got my wish. It's gonna happen. But my older sister will stand next to me who doesn't have her natural hair color and just she'll just be like, gray hair, gray hair. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm like 48, or almost 48 turned 48 like two
1: weeks
0: (laughs) i earned this yes yes
1: having three sisters you earned it (laughs) i did
0: i did i'm glad i didn't have to beat up any guys for them thankfully
1: oh thankfully
0: that was good yeah well i want to uh thank you for being on the show
1: well thank you for asking me it's fun
0: I want to thank Rand for being on the show. It was fun to catch up with her and hear about her life. I hope to see her in person when she comes out for her 30-year reunion in a couple years. I think it'd be 2024. Rand, you gotta make it back to Laramie. Now, folks, if you may have noticed that I haven't been putting out a weekly episode, I've been quite busy. And by the time I get home from work, I don't feel like doing interviews. Plus, not everyone wants to be interviewed about their life. I've booked three more interviews for the next couple of weeks, so we should be good for a couple of weeks until season three starts. Now, if you're my friend and you want to be interviewed about your life, let me know. I would love to have you on the show, and I know the universe wants to hear all about your life. All right, folks, on to the next episode. All my friends, all my friends, all my friends with Justin Flaskerud.
1: All my friends, all my friends, all my friends with Justin Flaskerud.